Intro music. That's not it. What? He's no good to me, Dad. Intro music. Intro music. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Well, luckily, Nick, you couldn't hear that. That sounded awful. I'm gonna have to go back into post and put in it, put in the clip on top of it. I think I know what happened. Uh, it just, it was really bad. Like right. overall quality was just horrible, but don't worry. Nobody out there in podcast or YouTube will hear it. They'll just That's hear right. us talking the about power it. power of technology. Yes. They're, they're going to be going, man, that, that entrance music, that intro music sounded so good. The quality was nice. I don't know what these guys are talking what about. What are they talking about? Why are they wasting our time on this? But you know what? I don't know. It's a minute and a half into the podcast. They're still talking about their intro music. I'm bored. <laughs> I'm going to go turn on something else. I'm going to go watch two kids yell and scream at each other. That's right. So we are back. It's and 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 you can hear us, and hopefully the quality is good. And we are back for yet another episode of Banter, Beskar, and Bantha Milk. We are a Mandalorian podcast. I am Nick. He's Rob. I am. Hi everybody. How hi. we doing? Hi everybody. It is uh, a Midsummer's Eve. It is actually uh, Ian McDiarmid's birthday. Oh, good well, old happy Sheev birthday! So happy birthday, good old Sheev. Right, my um, favorite so Palpatine. He is. Uh, aside from the only one other Palpatine that we really know about. <laughs> I guess we know two or three Palpatines because we know Ray had a mom and a dad. Ray had it, yes. Well, Ray, well, you know, Ray's dad, or was it his mom, was Sheev. So, you know, did, do we really know that many Palpatines? Didn't he just reincarnate I, himself over and over again? I don't know. I think the the, the details are fuzzy on it still. <laughs> I think we got to call up Ryan Johnson, and Ryan Johnson has to send smoke signals to J.J. Abrams. And then it's a whole. And then J.J. Abrams interprets it however he wants to and changes exactly. it however he wants to and says, no, we're going to change it around this way. So whatever, oh, but yeah, boy. so Sheev is your favorite of all the Palpatines, yes, indeed. which is fine. So we are here back again, Bantha Milk Podcast, uh, yes. with our Bantha Milk. I'm just drinking a, a, a yingling today. We're keeping it local. I'm uh, representing and, America's oldest brewery here. And I am going all the way across the country to some 21st Amendment IPA um, because the 21A is a sponsor of our parent organization, Ears Up Podcast. So let's That's plug right. away real fast to all of the. Oh yeah, we got we got to list it out, right? List you gotta it know all where out. Yes. Yeah. So we are, ears we are up. all over social media. Well, yes. Let's go through our social media first. That's right. You're in Facebook. charge of all that. Facebook, Instagram, right? We yep. are on both Facebook and Instagram at Bantha Milk Podcast, mm -hmm. right? Uh, we are on Twitter at Bantha Milk. You can email us at banthamilkpodcast@gmail.com. You can also check out our exciting email or uh, website at Bantha Milk Podcast. Mm -hmm. Dot com. Yes. Right. What you can do when you go there now is we're doing a really exciting new thing on our Instagram uh, and our Facebook, all our social media is we have new playing cards, Star Wars playing cards that you can you can follow along with on Instagram and collect 300. So this is how ambitious I am. And this my is problem is I'm always very ambitious in the beginning and then it fizzles out real <laughs> fast. If in two months we're still not doing the 365 days of, of Star Wars, you have permission to write us an email. That's right. Let me know why. That's right. And say, Rob, I'm very disappointed in you. But yes, I, I came upon this. I was like very ambitious. I'm going to do 365 posts all about Star Wars, a different Star Wars person each day. And so far we're up to 17 days. So, um, you know. At this point, I probably would have normally fizzled out, but I'm I'm going further going than I've strong. ever gone. Going strong, yes. And and, uh, and you even in, you've you've upped the ante because not have. only is it just Star Wars pictures and Star Wars facts, but we've got our, our whole little uh, trading card uh, template going. Yes. So there's a little frame around it to to make it more 
uh, to our personal trading cards rather than just the pictures that you can steal off the internet. Um, yeah, 60 years from now, when they're talking about the historical documents, the very origins of Bantha Milk Podcast, mm -hmm. these are going to be hot internet commodities, they right? So you want to make sure you favorite these while you can. While you can. Right? So, so that is on our Instagram and on our Facebook and on our Twitter. Yep. Uh, but there's also lots of other stuff related to us, including the Ears Up pod, uh, podcast network that you can check out. Why does yes. Rob take it away? So I'm going to take it away from here. So Ears Up, Ears with a Z, Ears Up dash podcast. That's, that's a Z for those of you uh, from across the pond. Yes, that is exactly what it is for all of our fans in England. Um, all of them. All of them. Uh, so check them out, Ears Up Podcast. They are a Disneyland podcast. Um, they took us. They were kind enough to take us under under their wing. Um, they You can support them and us by supporting them. You also support us on Patreon. Patreon. Uh, I have the exact link right here. Patreon.com slash Ears Up. No hyphens, no podcasts or anything, but with a Z. Ears with a Z. Ears with a Z. You can also... Go to their Etsy store. They have a whole bunch of mostly T-shirts, but their Etsy store is called Coveers. Etsy.com slash shop slash Coveers. Gee, um, Rob, did you just say the word shirts? I see an interesting shirt on you like right this now. shirt? Look at this shirt. Look at that, man. Oh. For those of you who listen to the podcast and don't get to see our glorious faces on YouTube, Rob is wearing a, a delightfully tie-dye shirt with uh, the Banta Milk podcast logo right on it. I sure am. All This whole shirt was all handmade by this guy right here. You are very you're very talented. My uh, family and I, we, we tie-dyed our own shirts the one day, and then I have a silk screen for a silk screen print for this logo. So the old logo had some, not issues with it, but let's say it wasn't 100% legal maybe because it had the, uh, what's the, the horn, the, the animal, the band, the a mythosaur. Uh, mythosaur, yes. It had a mythosaur logo in it, which, you know, Disney kind of owns it, something like that, whatever. You know, I've heard tell that Disney is a little protective of their yes. IP. So we created our own new logo, which is now all ours. I designed the whole logo. I even have this silk screen here. So anybody wants a shirt, Hit us up. I will mail yeah. you a shirt. So yeah, and you'll have to you'll have to take a take a picture of yourself in your shirt so we can we can show you off on our social yeah, media. Yeah, so you can see how awesome which you can the see shirt on Instagram and on Facebook. And I see this is it just all rolls. It back all rolls in. all back together, and it sure does. Um, oh boy, ears up has a bunch of other podcasts that we want you to listen to as well because they're really cool. Yep. If you like anything about Disney, you're gonna love all these podcasts. Um, there's these guys. Uh, they do something called the Supreme Resort, where they compare rides from. Uh, Disney World to Disneyland, the same ride, and they tell you what makes one better than the other. Those guys are very busy because not only do they have the Supreme Resort, but now they have a new feed as well called Scraping the Vault, where they watch old DV or old Disney direct to VHS TV. at the time, VHS, direct to TV, yeah. direct to DVD movies and shows like uh, Aladdin two and Aladdin three that were. Not they were made by the TV people just for you to buy their videos. Um, so they go through and they watch all of those. We're trying uh, to talk to them about hoping that we will get a uh, mashup show together with them because there's a we're going to talk a little bit about it later. There's a Ewok movie from the 80s that we thought oh, yeah. all of us together could really watch and, and really tear apart and yeah we had uh we had another passing in the star wars universe the other day uh mm -hmm. we had wilford brimley pass away and a lot of you probably don't know that wilford brimley was a star wars star 
Right, because right. he wasn't so, in any of the major well, movies, but he was in the no. made-for-TV movie, um, the Ewoks. It wasn't the Ewok Adventure. It was the second one that they had. There's two of them. Um, yeah, if you can imagine. Yes. And Wilford Brimley was in one of and them. Wilford Mustache Brimley. and all of them. The same year that he was in Cocoon, which was like the biggest blockbuster movie of the year, he was also in this made-for-TV Ewok movie. So that made me laugh. Um, yes, indeed. And there's one more podcast that I want to promote. It's called House Meeting. If you're a Big Brother fan, uh, Taryn, who's from Ears Up Podcast, she started her own podcast about Big Brother. Big Brother just started this week, and they go through and they uh, watch each episode and they talk about it and what's going on in the house and all that good stuff. So those are all the podcasts. On our website, there's also a Support Us page where you can get the links to all these things, to the Patreon, to the Etsy also support us on this Amazon link where it doesn't cost you anything, but it throws money back at us um, by you just buying stuff on Amazon and everybody shops on Amazon. Yes, indeed. So that's it. I'm done. That's all yeah. the plugs. We got them all that's out. That's all the plugs. And now, now because of these plugs, we did have a question we put out to our social media today that I wanted to get to. Yes. We, we raised a very hot button issue mm-hmm. in our show last week, and we, we put the question out to you, the audience. And that question is simple. In a fight, because obviously we always want to know who would win in a fight. The question was, who would win in a fight? Our boy, Baby Yoda, the child, or Wonder Woman? Right, because they were both related to Pedro Pascal, or not related to, but they both worked with Pedro Pascal. And he said that he would rather work with Wonder Woman than he would Baby Yoda. So then we said, well, who would win in a fight? So there was a couple of people who commented. Some people said, I said uh, Wonder Woman would because Baby Yoda has, like, he uses his powers once and then he falls asleep. So. Yeah, he just seems like he's not quite grown into him. No, yet. not yet. I thought too, but you know, I don't know that our public adoring fans really understood the question. Okay, ninety-two <laughs> percent of the respondents on this poll said that Baby Yoda would win in a fight. Hmm. People all have a lot of confidence in Baby Yoda's prowess, martial prowess. Yes, uh, I'm wondering where that comes from. What do you think? What do you think people are like? You think they just think he's so cute that yes. maybe Wonder Woman would be like, nah. Just Baby, yeah. Wonder Woman would go, oh, and... you're so cute. And then he would go, and use his mind force on her, and then he would win. So maybe okay. that's, that's what fair. it was. Because cuteness fair, does win. That is that is fair. I would say, I don't know. If I really wanted to be honest here, I'm going to probably say that Wonder Woman might have the edge over our boy Baby Yoda, but we haven't seen him in action that much. True. I mean, I would have put that Mudhorn over Baby Yoda too. Yes, that Mudhorn so, was a very heavy beast, and he yeah. he did freeze it in its in its spot. So that's yeah. True. There you go. That's a good point. So, so maybe so our fans it, are correct. Yes. If you have any any more specific thoughts on that, let us know at bandthemilkpodcast@gmail.com or send it to us uh, on our Instagram, on our Facebook, on our Twitter. Um, I, I have a new question to put out for y'all since, since y'all, we started this last week. So I'm just curious. I want to pit different fandoms against each other. Right. So for next week, I've got an interesting question for you in a fight. You know, we've got this big bad, we've got a lot of power in the star Wars universe. We're going to go with my boy, Sheev Palpatine. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And I want to know who would win in a fight. Sheev Palpatine or Tom Marvolo Riddle, Lord Voldemort. Ooh, what do you think? Right? Very good. I like that. Like yeah, they're, bo- they're is- both kind of creepy. They mm-hmm. both bo- like lost all their hair and stuff because of like a freak accident. Yes. Um, they're they're both kind of grumpy. And and Tom Riddle can 
didn't wasn't he the snake in in one oh, of the books so he wasn't the snake himself but he did he could talk to snakes he had parcel tongue okay right? so yeah so he can control uh, animals he can talk to right. animals to to help us help us cause so that would time. i think that would be a pretty good fight yeah I so, think so uh we will delve more into that on our next uh on our next episode so but look, in the meantime we want to hear from you yeah so look for that poll coming out very soon to see uh what your response is what do you think who do you think would win Yes, indeed. Um, is there any Star Wars news this week, Rob? I don't think there's, there is. Luckily, there's just a little bit because we also had some feedback as well this week. Uh, one oh, good. The, the one feedback that we had was um, <laughs> the last show was, was called uh, Top Ten Moments in Star Wars History. And the feedback was it took us way too long to get to the top ten moments in Star Wars history. They said they were yeah. watching it on excuse me, watching it on YouTube. And it was like 45 minutes in before we got to the top um, 10 moments. Were they in a rush? I know. What, Did they have hurry? issue with what yeah. we were talking You're about? You're just trapped inside. So who cares? Just just listen. Just relax and listen. Maybe, so Maybe we should just just like say, if you are you think you're so good, maybe you should come on the show. Exactly. Oh, right. wait. I has come on the show before. Anyway. Anyway, but that's okay. So... So we're going to try and get to it a little bit faster. And, and also, we didn't even talk about what, what this show is about. This is our awards show. This yes, is it is. all about is the, awards. the awards. They they like us. They really like us. I don't know if you heard, but we were we were just this uh, this past month awarded the Best Podcast in the Universe Award mm-hmm. uh, from Podcasters Magazine. Yep. Um, and so we're really excited about that. We are very excited. Yep. And so we're going to be talking about all of the awards that are coming to you or, or that have come to Star Wars. Um, first, I want to get to this one little video we have here. Go right. Ahead. So. There was a viral video that came out. And it was very uh, I good. It I liked it. Super viral, um, but it was a very interesting video. It brought up some good Star Wars points, and I am interested to hear what you all might have to say. So I'm going to go ahead and play this for you right here. Uh, we have right here, it is entitled, Why Every Star Wars Film Has the Wrong Title. Here we go. Take a look. This is why every Star Wars film has the wrong title. What happens in episode one? We meet Anakin Skywalker, the rise of Skywalker. Years later, we find out that Palpatine, leader of the Sith, have ordered an army to destroy the Jedi. Revenge of the Sith. In Episode 3, Order 66 happens, and the clones attack. Attack of the clones. In Episode 4, Obi-Wan teaches Luke that it's time for the Jedi to return. Return of the Jedi. In Episode 5, Yoda teaches Luke how to use the Force. The Force awakens. In Episode 6, both Yoda and Anakin die, which makes Luke the last Jedi. After the Empire is destroyed, a new Empire comes. The Empire strikes back. Come on, guys. In Episode 8, Luke trains Rey and then sacrifices himself to give the Resistance a new hope. Finally, in Episode 9, Palpatine returns from the dead, making him the Phantom Menace. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Lucasfilm, hire me, please. That's what you have right That's, there. I love it. And when I watched it the first time also, I was like, yes, I agree with everything you say. His points were very, very valid. Yeah, you know, it's I don't I mean I I guess I get where they were coming from. It's just very interesting that they can they can you can literally flip flop those those uh titles everywhere. Um and you know, uh I, I don't know what kind of thought goes into the titles, but I I do know at least quite a bit because that that third, you know, the third uh Return of the Jedi was not originally titled Return of the Jedi. Okay. Right? It was entitled Revenge of the Jedi, and right. then George decided, well, I guess Jedi don't really get revenge, do they? Right, because the um, Jedi are too nice to do revenge things. Which just seems silly to me. Revenge, <laughs> revenge is a dish best served with a lightsaber, if you That's ask right. me. That's right, I agree 
anyway so that was our that was our silly little video we are going to get into awards show at territory now though yeah so, so well, i have one i also have one one news before we do that gosh, gosh. yeah sorry uh, the mandalorian tv show was named most in-demand show on new streaming platforms wow. what does that mean i will tell you there's been four new streaming platforms this year do you know what they are well, we've got, let's see, uh, Disney Plus. Correct. Peacock. Correct. Um, that's all I got. Apple TV Plus. Okay. And HBO Max. Oh, HBO Max. Okay, yes. right. So they are the four new streaming services. Now, okay. there's a chart, and I feel like- Look at that chart. If you're I watching like us 45, on YouTube, look, yeah, look at you. Look- it's the longest one, so <laughs> it's the best one. It's the best one. It's the we're the we're, we're first one. because we're, we're, we're last. last. We have the we're at the bottom. We're the oh, so no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all of the other new shows that have come out, and even Disney Plus. I don't know what these numbers are. Twenty one point four x Disney Plus average is twenty one point four x. Apple TV averages fourteen point seven x. This is a platform launched in a first week following platform launch. These are like downloads and all that nonsense. But sure. all of the other shows, the highest of any of the other shows is this twenty x number. Mandalorian sixty x. Oh man! X. Did you see how long it is? How big it is that's compared to the rest? It's way bigger oh, than yeah. all the rest of them. So that's how you can tell on a chart. That's, that's how you can tell on a chart. I love about charts. They are just so visual. They're right there. Boom. How can you? And, and, it's right there. And what that piece of paper says to me is that we are going to enjoy several seasons of this TV show. I agree. Which means we get to enjoy many years yes. of this podcast. That's right. That is right. So now let's get into the awards. Bum, 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 bum. We need some real uh, award type music here. Since if only one of us was a musician. I know. It's a shame. I I can't even Maybe play I... the harmonica. Ooh. Okay, you need so to play it, brother. Come on, that's Come on. right. Uh, I can play the accordion, not the accordion. The uh, uh, what's the plastic flute thing? The plastic flute thing. Yeah, a flute. No, the one that like when you're in fourth a grade, a recorder. a recorder. Yes, which if you watch the the making of the Mandalorian, the uh, music, the music, the guy who did all the scores, he bought all kinds of recorders and. The very first sound that you hear in the first episode when, when the Mandalorian opens up the door and you hear that, it's a recorder. Yeah. It's really cool. Oh, yeah. Okay, sure so the Mandalorian, did you hear, was nominated for a whole bunch of awards? I had heard, mostly yes. from you. Yes, so they have. They've been nominated for like 15 awards. That's a lot. That's many awards yes. for their first season. For the first season. all These are Emmys, by the way, not just – not just the Nick and Rob Award. These are Emmys. Right. These are like yeah. prestigious awards. Right. Um, so what's not what's not prestigious about the Nick and Rob Award? I mean, it's prestigious and all, but it's like Emmys have been around a little bit longer. Like that's true. Yeah. You're right. Fair so, point. so there we go. So first, we're gonna go I'll through. Oh, <laughs> first, we're gonna go through all the awards that the Mandalorian was nominated for for this year. Now, obviously, right. the award shows haven't come out yet, and I don't know if they're going to because of. COVID-19 and social distancing and all that good stuff, but they got 15 nominations. Uh, best Drama. Pretty okay. prestigious award. That's a good award. Yeah. I would like to yeah. win that one. Outstanding Character Voice Over Performance. 
Would that be our boy Kyle, the Mandalorian? Possibly. They didn't really go into like too much details on on who I part you. of the show gets each of these, except for one of them, which is the guest actor in a drama series goes to uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Of course, yes. good guy. What a guy. So, talking about that one, I was talking to one of my friends about it, and he said, "He, I mean, he was only in what two episodes, which is why I guess it's a, it's a guest." Right, um, guest actor, but think of all the other every every episode has has been like one off characters. So there could be a bunch like Bill Burr. Yeah. Bill Burr could have been nominated for that. Uh, the girl I mean, in the Nick blue plane could have been uh, mentioned. Yeah. I mean, Nick Nolte was only in a couple episodes too. Really, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I don't know how they you know proposed it to the Emmys to get the people nominated that got nominated, but whatever. Uh, production design for a narrative program parentheses half hour show, so okay. that's that's a good one there. Some of those episodes were half hour long. Yes, they were right around <laughs> a half hour. Some of them were thirty four minutes. Some of them were was there any under thirty minutes? Twenty seven minutes. Yeah. yeah, one of them disappointing there. Uh, cinematography for a single camera half hour shoot. Oh yeah, it definitely deserves that. Fantasy sci fi costumes. Yeah, absolutely. Now I don't know who else they were nominated against, but I'm pretty sure the costume people better better be getting ready to get up on stage because those costumes yeah, were awesome. For sure. Um, three single camera picture editing. Okay. So, the editors, here we go. Uh, a guest actor. I told you about that one. Two sound editing in a comedy drama half hour series. So sound. So. Sound editing and uh, visual effects you'll see is a very big award nomination for Star Wars. Yeah, as um, it should be, as, as one would hope. Yes. Yeah. Um, so quite a few movies and TV shows get that nomination at least. Now, not all of them have won, but they pretty much all of them have been nominated for that. Uh, right. Outstanding special VFX so outstanding special effects, which I agree. I mean, the use of that uh, that soundstage was amazing. Incredible. Uh, stunt coordination for a drama, limited series, or movie. So that's the last one of their of the nominations for The Mandalorian. Okay. So, so mostly a lot of you know sound effects, special effects, um, but you not, know that a, not a Star lot Wars of acting. Never really done super well in the acting categories mm -mm. for any of. It's never really been like a vehicle for for Oscars for for acting. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know that any, any Star Wars character has ever gotten an Oscar for like best actor. Certainly not. Maybe best supporting actor. You would know, I guess, because you you I, made well, the. I will. I will tell you later. Yes. Um. So I'll let you. I'll let you think about it. But there's definitely, uh, in the first episode. Um, there was somebody who did win, but I won't tell you yet. We're going to get into that yeah. later. So we have to get right. through the rest of the Emmys first. All right, let's hear it. Um, so, well, before we do that, let, you know, 15 nominations for a brand new Star Wars show is very good. The last time a Star Wars movie or anything had that many nominations, it was A New Hope. So That was a long time ago. That was a that very was long time ago. Several decades. Several decades ago. But don't worry, The Mandalorian is not the only Star Wars show to get Emmy nominations. No, sir. There has been others. So we've talked about these cartoons numerous times um, because they're awesome. But 
other Emmy Awards in the Star Wars universe are fav- one of our favorite shows. I think yours might actually be The Clone Wars. That's a great one. It's a great one. So it was nominated in 2013, five nominations and two wins. So seven total nominations. There was five nominations okay. that didn't win, but two nominations that it didn't win. Okay. All right. So it was nominated for, oh, it won for Outstanding Performer in an Animated Program, and it won for Outstanding Special Class Animated Program. So that was in 2015 it won those two awards. Okay. In in 2014, it was nominated four times, and it won twice. Outstanding Individual in Animation and Outstanding Special Class Animated Program. So the Clone Wars have won four... um, four Emmy Awards and in twenty seventeen it had seven nominations or twenty fifteen it had seven nominations. Um but it didn't win any of those. Interesting. All right. All right. Star it, Wars it, 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 it's it's a good show. If you haven't watched it, it is it is Emmy worthy. Yes, most definitely. Star Wars Rebels in twenty seventeen it won the Outstanding Children's Program and in twenty eighteen it was nominated three times but didn't win anything. And last of the cartoons, Star Wars Resistance has two nominations in 2019 and 2020 for Outstanding Children's Program. Yeah, Resistance is the one I still haven't watched. Resistance, uh, it was, uh, the animation was different. It was more geared for children than Clone Wars and Rebels is. So it was, it was entertaining enough to watch. It's not something that you're going to get a whole bunch of details and all kinds of good stuff like that out of it. Right now for the big news, the okay. two uh, movies, TV movies that we didn't, we forgot all about. And then as I posted things on Facebook, found out that all these people have DVDs of it. And I'm like, what? Ewoks, the battle for Endor. That's was, our one with our boy Will. From yes. Grimley. 1985. It was the sequel to the Ewok adventure in 1984. Now, Wilford Brimley was not in both of them, but there was a little girl who was in both of the two Ewok movies. Um, and in 1985, it got Emmy nominations for Outstanding Children's Program and Outstanding Sound Mixing for a miniseries or special winner for Outstanding Special Visual Effects. So a lot of big, fancy words for nominations there for uh, special movie... Star Wars movies. I'm I don't just know. so shocked that Wilford Brimley might wouldn't wouldn't have get, gotten like an Emmy for Outstanding Actor for for his work on that one. That, Wilford, that one was a, a one he hung his hat on. Oh, I think he did not. <laughs> yeah, he definitely hung his hat on that one. Uh, I think he as he threw the hat rack out. Maybe I'm not really sure. Um, yeah, I think he, he probably put his Liberty Mutual uh, commercials higher on his CV yes. than he did that and he one. did that, that Star Wars. But, it, I mean, whatever. It, it was the 80s. It did what it did. The Ewoks were huge at the time, and Wilford Brimley was huge at the time. So why not get Wilf, Wilford Brim, Brimley, I can't even say his name, blah, 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 into an Ewoks movie? I mean, it just seems well, like... I wasn't alive at the time, so I, I wouldn't know. I was. You would, you would have- I was. I probably watched it too because I was, you know, I loved the Ewoks. I'm sure I watched both movies when I was uh, nine and ten years old, and I probably loved them, not knowing that they were probably really bad and campy. In 1984 was the Ewok Adventure. It wasn't. It got an Emmy Award nomination for Outstanding Children's Program, 
and it won for Outstanding Special Visual Effects. They both won for Outstanding Special Visual Effects. So when we watch this... Yeah, I, 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 we're going to have to watch it with the lens that yes. this is an Emmy Award-winning show. Yes, these visual... <laughs> These visual effects are Emmy award winning for 1984, oh boy, that, 1985. That will be a good thing to keep in mind. <laughs> so, so think about that. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, is that all for Emmys for That's Star Wars? That's it for Emmys. There was, there was, uh, you know, enough there. That's for sure. They did a great job. Uh, and, and the Star Wars, they, they did win some Emmys, which is good. But sure, now sure. we get to the big award the, oh, for yeah. the movies, the Oscars. Everybody loves the Oscars. This is the granddaddy of them all. Academy. Um, Academy. And see if you like them. They do. See if they love me. They really love me. See if you notice a trend here as we go through this. I'm ready. Um, So Star Wars original trilogy had 17 nominations, seven wins, seven competitive wins, and three special Oscars. Okay. So they gave them three special awards, which later on in the eight, 90s turned into a visual effect award. But in the 70s and 80s, it was a special award. So A New Hope, I think you've heard of it in 1977, it won seven Oscars. The very first wow. movie, seven Oscars. Yeah, it, well, that was the one that changed everything. It changed everything. It won for art direction. It won for costume design. It won for sound. It won for film editing. Okay. It won for visual effects, which that is the that was the special award at the time. So they they didn't have any competition. They just said, you know, this is the most visually effective movie that we've ever seen. So you get this award, and it won for original score. <clears throat> of um, course, John John Williams. John Williams. He was the yeah. man, or he still is the man. Is he? Is he still with us? He sure is. Okay. Oh yeah, he, he actually wrote the last Star Wars movie, uh, the Rise of or the the oh, yeah. Rise of Skywalker was his final, he said his final Star Wars movie he was going to write for. That's awesome because he did yeah. a great job. Oh, boy, uh, did he. With all that. And I, I have a little tidbit about him at the end also. Uh, it also received a special achievement for the creation, this is in quotes, for the creation of the alien creature and robot voices, which was presented by C-3PO in a bow tie. This type of honor would later get its own competitive category known as sound editing. So okay. those, those were all the awards that it won. It was also nominated for Best Picture. Sure. Uh, this is the one you were talking about, our good friend Alec Guinness. Ah, uh, yes. He yes. was nominated hey. for Best Supporting Actor. Uh, I forgot Mr. Alec yes. was in there. Uh, Best Director and Best Original Screenplay nominated but didn't win any of those. Right. So seven wins in the very well, first so one. Was not a big fan of the Star Wars movies. He didn't really. He only really did them. I think I read somewhere that like one of his his grandkids or something talked him into it. So maybe that was the Dumbledore thing. Anyway, <laughs> I know that they they really wanted him on board because they felt like he lent some some gravitas and some seriousness yes. to the project. But I I think he had always kind of just considered it some weird star like weird space movie, and he he kind of resented it when fans like kind of only knew him for that. Right. And uh, also, <laughs> they they wanted him because he he had such such prominence and he was such a good yeah. actor that they were like, oh, yeah. we need to get a big name in here. Uh, yeah. I also read where uh, our our good friends Han Solo and Luke Skywalker 
would always be like fooling around on set. And then as soon as Alec Guinness would come over, they would like get real serious again because they knew how serious he was. It was like dad walking into the room, you know? Um, so moving on to Empire Strikes Back. Do you want to take a guess how many awards they won? I'm going to say more than the last one. Okay. You would be wrong. Oh, bummer. Bummer. They only won two two awards. Wow. They won for best sound and best and best visual effects, which was still a special award at the time. And they were only nominated four times. They were only nominated for the original score and art direction on top of best sound and visual effects. So the first one, yeah, the first one they were nominated, they won seven awards. And in the second one, they only won two awards. All right. Now, Return of the Jedi, 1983. What do you think? Less. Less. Very less good. than New Hope, maybe more than Empire. I don't know, but definitely less than New Hope. Um, it only got one. It, uh, let's see. Not one, two, three, four, five. So it got five nominations. Okay. So it got one more nomination than Empire, and it got it only took home one Oscar. It was nominated for Best Art Direction, Original Score, both sound categories, sound uh, editing, sound, um, whatever the two sound categories were. And it did take home another Special Achievement Award for visual effects. So it won the visual effect award all three times. The first three of them, uh, they, they gave them because they were both, all three of them were so amazingly amazing to watch that they gave them visual effect awards. Right. Now... Then it goes downhill. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> so just like how we feel about the movies, the awards went the same way. The Academy felt the same. The Academy <laughs> felt the same way. And as you pointed out earlier, like the Academy didn't never really looked at it like like a Rocky movie. Like it wasn't like great acting, you know. Yeah. Like they never looked at it for for the acting, but the visual effects, the sound effects, all that stuff it was amazing that way. Phantom Menace nominated for the three uh, sound mixing, sound editing, and visual effects. Now, visual effects now at this point in 1999 is an actual category right. where up until 1983 it was just a, like an honorary award. So these are the three awards that Star Wars, basically, if you make a Star Wars movie and you don't get nominated for these three awards, then you know your movie's not very good. Right. Um, but Phantom Menace was nominated for nothing else other than those three awards. And out of those three awards, how many awards did they win? Zero. None. Zero uh, point zero. Music. Yep. So they were nominated. Hey, Sorry, George. Yep. That was this was all George, and George at the time also there was. Uh, so George wasn't big into awards, and in '77, he wouldn't accept an invitation to the Grammy or to the Oscars. Oh. He would only go as a plus one for his wife who was nominated for a uh, director or uh, video editing or special effects or something like that. So interesting. And then after that, he, he then also like opted out of all of the um, committees or whatever they call them that nominate movies and that, Right. Uh, give the awards. He he distanced himself from everything. So he was like, I don't want to care. I don't care about awards anymore. So maybe he Good. at this What's point. About the <laughs> yeah, he wasn't getting any more anyway. So it doesn't matter. Uh, Attack of the Clones, two thousand two. Remember, I said if you you know it's a good movie if you get you like Star Wars should get those three awards. Well, yeah, it got one. Visual editing, 
nomination. That was it. It didn't even get the no, nominations. Nominated for the other two. No sound mixing, sound editing. Nope. So, uh, it, that's all it got. Uh, and then other nomination. Oh wait, here we go. And then revenge of the Sith in 2005. It got nominated for one thing. Best makeup. Really? Yes. <laughs> there was in that, uh, you know, the scar, on uh, oh, right. yeah. on Anakin's down, face, yeah. and it was in the exact same spot every, every shot. shot. It was perfect. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> so yeah, so they didn't even get the three, you know, normal ones. They didn't even get that. They just got best makeup. Uh, no Force Awakens in 2015. Now this one started to get uh, a little bit more. It got nominated for sound mixing, sound editing, and visual effects, film editing, and original score. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I'm amazed that the other three, like, forget whatever happened in the prequels. I'm amazed that they didn't get original score for Duel of the Fates alone in episode one. Yes, because, I mean, it was just amazing. That's so, that that music was just unbelievable. Um, so, yeah, so it got nominated for all of those. John Williams was back uh, with with another nomination again. Uh, then Last Jedi nominated for sound mixing, sound editing visual effects and original score so it got four nominations because they they like john williams work in that one did have you noticed that it's, it's weird since 1983 i haven't mentioned anything about awards that they won that's so strange that's so strange they didn't win any of these oscars they i have, I have a couple awards they've won since 1983 oh, don't you win? good <laughs> <laughs> because they're feeling sad that they haven't won any awards. So I'm glad you found some that they did win. Oh, I sure did. <laughs> uh, Rogue One 2017 nominated for uh, special effects, VFX and sound. And Solos, the movie Solo, zero Oscar nominations. Uh, or Soul, I'm sorry. Solo had one Oscar nomination for visual effects. Okay. So those two. And then and Rise that solo even exists honestly with all the turmoil that went on going like at the beginning of that one yes oh my gosh so it, it got they 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 nominated got it got one one nomination and okay, then yeah. the rise of skywalker that came out in 2019 we don't know because they haven't had the oscars yet but it has been nominated for three awards original score visual okay. effects and sound editing so they got two of the three that they should be nominated for and of course original score they should be nominated for right. now before you go into your awards i just have one more thing talking about our good friend john williams knowing that you're a music person sure knowing am. that his stuff is amazing john williams was nominated for do you know how many academy awards he was nominated for 40 more 45 more 60 52 wow. 52 awards he was nominated for he won he has been nominated more than any living person mm -hmm. and there's only one person who is not living who has been nominated for more correct and you know who that is i'm sure you do tell me walt disney oh yes yeah yes. so um yes. one who's surpassed john williams walt disney has been nominated 59 times He's engine up. He's getting close. He is. He is catching up. So he's nominated yeah. 52 times. He only won five out of 52 times. That's very interesting. Wow. Yeah. Uh, 
He has six Emmy Awards. He's nominated six times for Emmy Awards, winning three. He has nominated 25 Golden Globe Awards, winning four. He was nominated for the Grammys. How many times was he nominated for the Grammys? And I'll give you a hint. It's more than 50. It's even more than 60. More than 50. Okay. 75. A little less. 71. Wow. Good for 71 him, Grammy Awards winning. Winning. How many do you think he won? It's got to be at least a third of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah 25. Uh, 20. hey, there you go. 25. Yeah, right. Very good. Exactly. <laughs> and he has received seven British Academy Award Film Awards with 52 Oscar nominations. He's sec- currently second only to our good friend Walt Disney with 59. Uh, 47 of Williams' Oscar nominations are for Best Original Score and five are for Best Original Song. He won yeah. four Oscars for Best Original Score and one for Best Scoring Adaptation and Original Song Score for Fiddler on the Roof. So John Williams, the man, yeah, won a lot of sure. awards. So they're and, all of my awards that I. Yeah, have. we don't want to. We don't want to leave you on too uh, delicious of a note. We always have to interject a little bit of salt into everything That's because right. it's salt, right? And, <laughs> uh, and as we all know, there is the opposite side of this coin. There are three. There are three movies. Episodes one, episode two, episode three, which received distinction at a very prestigious award ceremony called the Razzies. The Razzies. Uh, the Razzies are the Razzies are like the Oscars uh, for <laughs> terrible movies. Uh, you do not want a Razzie. Uh, generally speaking, they're they're not what you're aiming for when you create a movie. So we're going to start from the very beginning because episode one, Phantom Menace, it was nominated for seven Razzies. Seven. It was nominated seven. for more Razzies than it was Oscars. That's awesome. It was nominated for Worst Picture. It was nominated for Worst Director. It was nominated for Worst Screenplay. Jake Lloyd was nominated for Worst Supporting Actor. Um, Jake Lloyd and Natalie Portman were nominated Worst Screen Couple. Oh, my gosh. Now, this next one makes me laugh a lot. I had no idea about this. Worst Supporting Actress. There was, an, there was a character called Sachet. Sachet. Do you know who played Sachet? No, who played Sachet? Sofia Coppola. Oh my goodness. They nominated Sofia Coppola for a Razzie. Oh for my a, goodness. For, a, for something she barely, I don't think she even talked in it, probably just <laughs> because she was Sofia Coppola. Right. Um, which is amazing. That's um, awesome. And then they, they did win one Razzie. Okay. And it was first supporting actor. And who do you think it was? It was your, your boy Jake. It was not. Oh, so. Ed Best, Jar Jar Binks. Oh, nice. Actor. Oh, yeah. Nice. That was seven Razzies. Episode two, same thing. Seven Razzies. Seven Razzies. Uh, this time, Hayden Hayden Christensen won for worst <laughs> supporting actor. Um, and uh, they won for worst screenplay. Oh. Uh, it was also nominated that year for worst remake or sequel. <laughs> just great, right? And uh, Natalie Portman gets distinction because for the second Star Wars in a row, she was nominated for worst screen couple. This time with Hayden Christensen instead of Jake Lloyd. Okay, so she's keeping it keeping it real. She's oh, yeah, she's blowing it with young uh, Anakin and older Anakin. Right, and and Episode Three, if you can believe it, only one Razzie. Wow, but it blew him out. It won Good. for worst actor once again with Hayden Christensen. Nice. Good. Well, at least they won that one that they got nominated for. 
Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we got, we always got to round it out with some salt here on uh, on a Star Wars uh, talk. You know, that's right. All our banter has to end the same way here. But yeah, they they had a couple Razzies that, that you know, life goes on. You know, we have our ups, we have our downs, we have our goods, we have our bads. Uh, and uh, I will take all the Razzies they have gotten for all the good that Star Wars has given us. That's right. I agree. Because no matter, uh, it's like pizza, even a bad pizza is still pizza. So even a bad episode of Star Wars is still an episode of Star Wars. So I really can't complain. I'd rather have all good ones, but you know, sometimes, sometimes you have little Caesars. You know, you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both. And And there you have the fact. That's right. George Clooney. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. I think we got to end it there, Rob. (laughs) I think so. Here, uh, so that was it. We went through all of our awards for for Star Wars. They got a lot of they got a lot of awards, mostly good, mostly, mostly good. good. Yeah, mostly um, good. I'm sure they will continue with uh, October once we we start up episode two I'm, or season two. I'm sure we're going to get even more Emmys yes. to rack up. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a good time. I think so. I think this is going to be a resurgence in um, positive awards for Star Wars. I think so um, because this is like uh, like a new hope. It's Brand new, That's it's right. awesome, it's very good. Dave Filoni and John Favreau, you're our only hope. They are our only hope that they are. Um, and oh. for those people who were complaining that we were bantering too much, look at this. Our, it's only like 45 minutes into this episode now because wow. we we cut out all the banter, but that's okay. Yeah, we got Don't right worry. to that the point. That banter is going to be around. We, we're not going to get rid of that banter entirely. No way. But we have, if you do have any comments, we do want to hear from you. Uh, we do want to hear whether you think Emperor Palpatine or Lord Voldemort would win in a fight. Yes. And if you're going to give me an answer, you need to back up your answer That's with right. supporting details, right? Don't just say, oh, Voldemort would win. But if you're going to tell me why Voldemort would win, tell it. me why. What spells would he use? Yep. What would happen? I want details, right? So let us know at BanthamilkPodcast at gmail.com. You can let us know on Facebook, on Instagram, at BanthamilkPodcast, Banthamilk on Twitter. Uh, you know, send us an email, send us a like, send us a hey. We like to hear from you. Send us a drink recipe. We haven't gotten drink recipes in a long time, guys. We can just because drink- we're drinking beers now instead. So, yeah, and but that's I, and- okay. Bubbly, right? You got to give me some <laughs> hard drinks so that I'm not, I don't get all those bubbles in my stomach. That's right. All so, right. So. All right. Well, I think that's that's pretty pretty much it. So that is a wrap from got, all of us yeah. at socially distanced uh, Bantha Milk headquarters over in beautiful South Jersey. My name is Nick. His I name is Rob. Rob. We have spoken. We have spoken. <laughs>